0: Notorious Moms, the struggles of parenthood while trying to be successful and follow your dreams. Things that people go through that they think and never say. I am here with my girl Gina. Who are you? What's up, boo? How are you? We've been having a funny day today. We've just been giggling and um, she was actually talking shit to me because I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to say this right now because um, in the beginning of us recording... Um, I fucked up and we had to re-record because I didn't have her mic. Her mic was off. <laughs> Who the fuck does that? How do you record and not realize that the other person's mic is off? Notorious, delirious moms. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a fact because we're fucking tired today. But I hope everybody's doing good. Um, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about... Why we feel that our kids coming up are not prepared for job life.
1: The workforce.
0: Yes, that's a better way of saying it. The workforce. So the reason why this topic came up was because I'm going to just break it down for y'all. So I'm a supervisor and um, we have been looking for some medical assistance, Right. And it's been really hard post COVID because uh, the jobs are scarce. Well, I wouldn't say the jobs are scarce, but people don't want to work, right? Unemployment, da da da, a lot of shit going on. People are a little comfortable, in my opinion. Pandemic. Now, you know, not not everybody, but for the most part, some people. So I've been getting, I've been getting a handful of um, prospects. Prospects. Thank you. And they haven't been good. And when I say that they haven't been good, it it makes me, I wouldn't say it makes me a little sad, but it makes me a little like leery of, you know, the children of our future, right? So basically what happens is I get this girl, she comes in. First of all, she was dressed like she was going to the club, okay? Mm. She came in, ripped up jeans, um, sneakers and I still interviewed her because I feel like everybody needs an opportunity right absolutely always and I'm always up for you know helping people and and just giving them the olive branch right so she interviewed well and I was just taken aback by the way she showed up dressed to the interview now I am a millennial and we had a whole conversation about that in the car. Because I am not. <laughs> I'm the old one. What am I again? What did you say? You're a Gen X. That sounds nasty. <laughs> so so we've established like it. that Gina is a Gen X and I am a millennium. So a Gen X is... it means I have so, more wisdom? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But a Gen X... Well, you don't have to me disagree. Just, no. No. Nah. <laughs> Let me just uh, um, get you the dates. So, um, I'm looking it up right now. So, if you're a Gen X, you were born between 1965 and 1980. Gina's some somewhere. In- <laughs> I'm Gina- closer to the millennials. <laughs> <laughs> Gina, Gina's somewhere in between, right? Uh, no, we're not gonna no, say like in between. We're not gonna say what year, right? Oh God! I am a millennial, right? You so- keep stressing. Um, Sounds good.
1: Rolls <laughs> off your <Shut> up your <laughs> setup
0: So the millennial period is from 1981 to 1996, right? I'm in between there. I'm closer to the 81, definitely not to the 90s. And now we have these new people, right? These new, uh, these Gen Z, these Gen Z people, right? That are born between um, 1997 in and 2015. And it stopped right there. So what happens after 2015 <laughs> and now? No. That's a different it's a, it's called something else. I don't know what it's called after the Gen Z. So anyway. <laughs> right now the Gen Z population is between 6 and 24. Okay. Right. So when you were 24 or when you were in your 20s, I thought right? I was 40. That's right. how so I felt. So what you were thinking? How to be proper right but i feel like it's because you were taught how to be deke proper
1: how to seek for work when you need one what to wear
0: right how to conduct yourself in an interview right prepare yourself for the interview right know about the company right ask the proper questions correct so okay so i'm having this interview and she interviewed well I didn't ask her age because you're not supposed to. Um, but I would say that she was in her early 20s. So, like I was saying, I was taken aback about how she was dressed because I was taught by my parents. My parents are, no say, I think they're baby boomers. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think my mom is a baby boomer. My dad is something else because he old. I didn't say anything. Shout out to my dad. <laughs> I love you, daddy. Uh, <laughs> But um, my dad's gonna be, like dad's gonna be 80 her, this year. I God bless. I'm always gonna say to you. <laughs> go ahead. So they kind of taught me, like you know, as I was getting older and into the workforce, I started working when I was 14. You know, my mom was very like um, diligent in explaining to me like how you should go on interviews, what you should wear. So the standard interview, um, the standard interview dress code. It's like business casual, right? It
1: all depends. Know your, know who your audience is. Depends what you're going for. If you're going to a model agency, right, you could wear jeans. You could wear a white tank top. They want to see your physique. They want to see what you look like. It all depends, right? If you're going to corporate America, you know that you have to dress very, very proper. You have to, you know, wear a suit. Or if you don't want to go that far and be too uh, dressy, you know, you could wear a nice. Uh, slacks, a nice white shirt, um dark colors, nothing very loud as far as earrings and bangles. You wear nice studs, keep your hair tight. I mean right. there was a lot of rules back then.
0: Right. So that so that's how my mom taught me. She's like, okay, you're going for an interview. Usually you wear a white button down shirt because I, I I don't wear suits. Mm-hmm. You know, I I've never had a suit. I mean I've wore a suit before but it wasn't like a tailored suit, which I think are, are better, and that's just my opinion. I feel like suits should be tailored to everyone's body in particular, I but agree. those suits are like they they cost.
1: Well, when you can't afford that, you go to Ann Taylor <laughs> and she tailors it for <laughs> you. <laughs> petite for the petites, yeah, and you know,
0: tall for the tall and keep it moving, regular for the regular be- people. In between. in between, so, um, <laughs> white shirt. <laughs> So I would usually go to interviews, white shirt, um, black slacks, you know, depending on if I wanted to wear heels or I would wear like ballerina flats. That was kind of like my interview gear. Mm-hmm. Um, And it was kind of just like in my brain, kind of like instilled, like every time I had a job interview, this is what you wear. So she shows up to the interview. I still interviewed her. We actually gave her the job, and basically what happened is that in two weeks, she kind of, like, quit. Wait,
1: what?
0: Yeah. So, but she didn't, didn't like, give a resignation. She called out and then just never came back, and then called and said, I'm not coming back to work.
1: Whose fault is that? I'm sorry. (laughs) I know you were all about opportunity, but if
0: you're saying... (laughs) So now her apparel was inappropriate. What did but you But this expect? is my well I mean sometimes it's not really about the clothes. Right. You really need a job right? You're trying to make ends meet. Right. And yeah. and a lot of times you don't know people's circumstances, right? Oh, correct. So, you know, that's another topic for another day, but sometimes you don't know people's circumstances so you don't know why they they do certain things, but shame on me, right? So that's another thing right so dress dress code so in my opinion the proper dress code for an interview should be that it doesn't necessarily have to be a white shirt it could be a solid blue a solid pink a solid white shirt black slacks i think that works for every, you know mm-hmm. for, anyone. for anyone so any any teenager um or anybody if you think that what I'm saying is good, then take my advice. Mm-hmm. If you don't give a fuck, then that's okay, too. Yeah. Um. But, but not
1: only that, I know that a lot of people struggle and and they don't have, you know, the means to get proper apparel to in, for an interview. Right. But, you know, there are places like the Goodwill that actually donate, that's the reason why they donate clothes is to help these people or younger, uh, you know, younger individuals who are seeking jobs to find nice suits, nice dresses, nice skirts so they can, you know, go get a job.
0: Right. And look, and I think that there's organizations too, I'm not really sure, don't quote me, but I think that there are organizations and I think that there are people out there that kind of like help, you know, young people, they do webinars and courses Um, on how to like interview and like, you know, tailor your resume and stuff like that to to different jobs.
1: There is, but then they also need to be guided, whether it be a parent, whether it be school. And a lot of kids, you know, especially now during this pandemic, these kids that were graduating from high school, going to college, don't have the proper tools that they needed because they were just, you know, doing Zoom. They haven't prepared them yet with their resume to get these jobs, where to go, how to seek them. And so, you know, they're not prepared. Parents are working.
0: Yeah, Both parents true.
1: are working all the time. They don't have time to sit down and talk about, listen, this is what you do. This is how you get your job. This is right. what you wear. I mean, now things have changed so much. Parents are working so much that you don't even have time to sit down with your kids and explain things to them.
0: That's true. So, but I think, and this is just my opinion, I think that if you want to cultivate a successful adult, Mm -hmm. you got to find the time Agreed. to kind of like just sit down with them and just go over the basics. See, like my son, I don't really like we talk and I kind of just let him know like, hey, this is what you have to do. Like he went on a job interview, but he was interviewing for like Subway. Mm -hmm. I think it was Subway. But I kind of tell him, dress. What's the saying? Dress for the job that you want, not for the job that you're going for. I don't know. Is that that saying? I don't know either. But it, well, it's I know a it's saying. just to impress.
1: You dress, you feel good. <laughs> right. You will definitely deliver, and you'll have a good
0: outcome. Right. So, with that being said, I'm just, um, I'm worried <laughs> about our future. These Gen Z kids. And how are they going to like, how are they going to run the world? It's hard. Not knowing me. like the basics.
1: A lot of them are spending so much time with video games and other stuff that they just like, you know, I'm living with my parents. Yes. Um, I'm being taken care of. You know, me growing up since I'm a, what am I again? A Gen Z? Well, no,
0: so not, you're not no Gen Z. You I a Gen X. I wish I was a Gen Z. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: a Gen, Gen X. Gen X. Yes. So. My parents, everything I wanted, I had to, it was, it had to be either my birthday or Christmas or something like that. Anything luxurious that I wanted, because trust me, I wanted it all, even though I couldn't afford it, I would have to work for mine. Now, both parents are working. True. And so they give their kids everything, even when
0: they don't deserve it. Oh, that's true.
1: So we live in New York City. Where are you going to go? You're going to live with your parents for a while, unless you know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because why? It's very expensive. We were talking about that in the car. Like, why the hell is it so? Why does it cost so much to live in New York City? And I just feel like it's so expensive. Very expensive. You go to these other states, you go to other places, you could buy like 10 houses for the price of one i'm exaggerating (laughs) you sure are i'm about to say (laughs) what state is that and how can i get there as soon as possible not 10 houses but you could buy a really beautiful home in another state for like half the price of what they are here and sometimes you can't even get a decent fucking backyard and this is just like (laughs) off the subject you know Mm. like we usually do here at notorious moms we we're always like veering off but Damn, that shit is like crazy, but it's true. So then, what happens is that the kids stay at home. They stay at home because they can't pay rent, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. And if they go into college, they can't afford to go to college and pay rent. Right. So then, what do you and do? And that's
1: the other thing. They prefer to go to school, and that's why there's a lot, which is weird. It's just so weird that they're not prepared for interviews yet. They're in school. They go to college. They do six years here and there, and they still can't find a job. So. There's something wrong with that when you're spending $40,000 a year for tuition to to go to school and they're still not ready, you know? Um, And I feel like some employers are not even ready to have these, what are they? Gen Zs? Gen Zs. (laughs) (laughs) Because they're not polished enough. They really are not prepared for workforce. They're like, you know, Why? We're living in a society where YouTubers are making more money than certain um, CEOs. Yeah, that's true. You have social the, media, yeah, the internet. social media that is changing. You don't have to everything. dress for that. You don't. And they're like, wait, what? 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 And then during this pandemic, a lot of people have been working from home, so they're like, what am I interviewing for? I could work from home. What do you? Yeah. do? you know, you know.
0: And I think that's it's so funny that you mentioned that because I really think like. Do you remember like before the pandemic? It's like you could never work from home. No, never. It was like they get impossible. And then all of a sudden we have a global pandemic and then everybody's working from home. What the fuck? And it became possible. (laughs)
1: Like, And it was very successful somehow. You know, right. They loved it so so much. They're like, wait, we
0: don't need you here.
1: Wait a minute. Did I save on what? I saved on a lot of money. Yeah. Not having you here. Thank you. Stay home.
0: There goes another sidebar yeah. with the fucking. It's called shit. tired, notorious moms today. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh my god, but um, yeah. So I feel like you know, and that was kind of like what I spoke about in my last podcast with you know I, I had interviewed Justin. I don't know if you heard that one, but um, you know, some kids that are coming out of high school and going into college, they also feel unprepared to like go to college, and I don't understand why. Cause and it's funny because I felt like that too. You know, when I graduated, um, when I graduated high school into college, I I was very nervous. I was very anxious um, and I was very scared that I wouldn't do well because I just felt like, you know, it's like a bigger world. Am I going to do good? It's like all these things that go, you know, in your head.
1: That's normal.
0: But as far as everybody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is it? It is. Is that what? Did you feel like that when you were? I
1: sure did. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for, like, the little fish in the big pond. Yes. <laughs> it's scary. And New York City is just very scary because it's very competitive, you know? Very. And very. so if we know this, then you need you need to prepare. You cannot come in there and, and just, you know, slouch in the interview and, and not be prepared enough because you have other people and other candidates that are, you know, very overqualified. You have even people who haven't retired yet. You know, now people are working longer, which is giving – you know, these Gen a Z's fact. are a, a run for their money. Now because the they have to work so yeah, longer. They have to
0: work longer. Shit. You can't fucking retire in no 62. Absolutely. Because a lot of people don't even have enough money in their 401ks or their retirements. Well, they refinanced their
1: home and now they're <clears throat> repaying for that home and they really can't retire now, you know, unless you move, sell it, and go to another state. What state did you say where you could buy 10 houses? I
0: didn't, I didn't name a state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was hoping you did. <laughs> but I know, I mean, First of all, I love New York City. I do. I was just about I to mean, say that. Like, just you know, and this is another sidebar, but it's just like New York is like so diverse, you know. It's it, it's a melting it, pot. It's like exactly. It's a melting pot. You know, even when you're home, you know, at two o'clock in the morning, you go to the bodega. You know, knock on the window because that shit is closed, but the window is always open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure you're um. Your your corner bodega, if anybody knows about the corner bodegas in New York, the windows is always open. Yep. 24-7. So could you imagine like moving somewhere else? Like in Florida, I know shit closes like at one o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and probably post pandemic even earlier. Right. Um. So it's like,
1: what do you do? I love New York, but I'm not going to no bodega and scream and shout on <laughs> the window. Cause First of all, I'm not tall enough, okay? Going back to that sidebar, I'm not You're tall enough. You're not that enough, short, though. And then I have to point and tell them, no, not that one. Go to the next row. No, that row, that row. No, this is what I want. No, I don't want to do that. So before it closes... <laughs> I'll be going there, but I know what you mean. It's twenty-four seven. You can definitely step out and enjoy the night and have a nice coffee at 10, 11 o'clock. And you it's can't beautiful. You can't do that in other places. So for that reason, yes. But going back to our topic, right, you know, these kids <clears throat> definitely have to prepare themselves for the world. I know that we are, you know, in this social media frenzy right now and but it's still important for you to be ready for that job that you really want. You right. Know, you can't go in there with jeans, can't go there with, you know, with a uh, bold lipstick and bold colors, unless you're going there for, you know, modeling where, you know, they need a clown or something like that. I don't know. But the point is that, you know, you have to know your audience. You have to really prepare yourself for that. Right. And, you know, and a lot of people and a lot of employers are looking for flexibility and dependability. And these kids are just... Some of these kids are just
0: not dependable and not dependable. Not dependable. Just like that girl. I mean, you you gave her the opportunity and what happened? She just... Well, yes. And then, then, right? So what do you say? Shame. You know, first time, shame on you. Second time, shame on me. So another girl came for for an interview, right? You Mm -hmm. know, and she shows up in black uptowns and some jeans. But she had eyelashes for days. Right. But I just, you know, it was kind of difficult for me to... Interview her because she was like not very not very engaging. you know an interview is the opportunity to sell yourself mm-hmm. you're going on an interview for a job that you have applied for that you necessarily like like you're interested in mm-hmm. so you have to go in and you got to sell yourself right yes. you have to you have to let the employer know. Or let them, you know, gauge, like, why do you want me to be a part of your company? Mm-hmm. So your interview is the first, it's like the first, um, how do you say? I'm sorry, first I'm losing face. my words. It's your first face. Mm-hmm. You know, you go in there, it's your first impression. Mm-hmm. That's the word, impression.
1: And first impressions are everlasting, so you have to be. With
0: every situation, too. Mm-hmm. You go on a date. Right. Mm -hmm. If you're going on a date and this is just a sidebar because we're talking about first impressions, you see the person for the first time and it's like, okay, You don't look like your photo. (laughs) Number one. (laughs) Right. Because all these fucking insta filters and snap filters. But it's like, damn, we're going to a fancy restaurant, but you look like you're dressed to go to McDonald's. Right. So it's like, wah, wah. No bueno. No. So when you go on an interview, that is your first impression. You have to make the employer want you. Why do they want you and not anybody else? Mm -hmm. Right. Usually when I go on interviews, so I personally feel like I'm a good interviewer because when I go there, like I'm usually a little bit nervous, but then I'm not because it's like i'm just being myself Mm -hmm. so they ask me questions and it's like by the end of the interview we're talking about your dog we're talking about your house in the hamptons if you have one we're talking about um you know what you're doing on saturday night Mm -hmm. because you got to sell yourself and that's just how i interview and you
1: have to be honest because you know how they have that famous question where do you see yourself in five years
0: they always always ask that
1: I think there's a real reason why they ask that. They wanna they first of all they wanna see how you think, right? Not everybody knows what they're doing in five years. So if you're honest enough and say, you know what? I really don't
0: know, but I'm here right now and I'm ready for this job. Right. They would appreciate it. It's like that's there you perfect. Because like, who the fuck knows what they're gonna right. do tomorrow. I mean, unless you're like one of those anal retentive people and I'm not I'm not being judgy that you plan your every minute of every second of every day, I mm-hmm. don't you know what the fuck you doing tomorrow. I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow. Tomorrow's Saturday. Correct. I don't know. Right. I don't and know. I think they would appreciate that. They're like, you don't know?
1: Guess what? Neither do I. You start <laughs> laughing. I don't know. You'll probably break the ice and, and you feel a little more comfortable. Right. You know, Um. and then, you know, it's just like five soft skills that you should really know. It's like, you know, employers looking for the dependability, you know? Facts. Verbal communication for you to be enthusiastic. I mean, have you ever been to... Pfft, I've even been to pharmacies. You say good morning, and I'm like, why am I saying good morning to that person? Shouldn't she be saying good morning to me? And then they're not even staring at me. They're like, whatever. Like here, here's here's your, here's what you came to buy and go. You know, it's like they're nasty. And I'm like, how did you get this job? Right. That's what I always say. How did you get this job? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but whenever I see
1: anybody with some great customer skills, uh, trust me, I'm always raving about them. I give them great ratings. I do everything because, you know, it's so hard big on customer service. to see that nowadays. But, you know, verbal communication, be enthusiastic, be motivated and, and, you know, and have the flexibility. Sometimes, you know, employers need you. And if you're great at what you do, they definitely need you. And you have to be able to be there when they need to. Not all the time, but, you know, it's really great when they seek you because clearly they want you in their company and they want you to do good and strive so those are the five soft skills you should think about you know how to be dependable if you're not dependable you know why are you seeking these you know you have
0: to you have to be dependable dependable because dependability is important Absolutely. right dependability and flexibility so those are the things that i i like to look for when i'm interviewing people so one of the things that I look for is obviously dress code. Because I feel like you come to an interview, dressed to impress. Now. Eye contact. Right. Eye contact. Be articulate. Speak well. Answer questions. Be engaging. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you don't want to just sit there and like have an interview with someone and say, you know, okay, well, how would you handle this situation? Like this.
1: <laughs> one word answers yeah right
0: so one person I interviewed <clears throat> and the reason why I didn't hire her is because one of the questions that I do always ask is um what do you do in uh in a situation where someone is irate, someone's upset how would you defuse the situation mm-hmm. right if something like that was happening and you were present? So the first thing she says, I would tell them to calm down, right? Mm-hmm. So when she said that, I was like, "Oh, that's that's a no, mm-hmm. right?" And she was like, "And then I will get the manager." <laughs> so I'm like, "I'm like, okay." I mean, that's an honest answer, mm-hmm. but I know because I've been in customer service for like ever and ever and ever, and I feel like customer service is like in everything you do, right? Mm-hmm. Speaking to people, you go out, you're buying stuff. You never want to tell a person that's pissed off to to calm calm down. down. (laughs) (laughs) Now, that is a no-no in my book, right? Mm -hmm. Because in the beginning of my my career, that has happened to me before. And I never did that again because the situation just got totally, totally out of control. And I'm like, damn. Because I told that to somebody, and they're like, "Don't tell me to calm down," like, and I'm just like, "Oh, that was the wrong choice of words." So, you never want to tell somebody that's pissed off to calm down because that's insinuating that they're not, you know, that they're not calm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you kind of always want to lead with, "Okay, how can I help you? Right? What's the problem? How can I resolve it for you?" Mm-hmm. You know, and these are kind of like the pinpointing questions, and sometimes by the time. You get to the end. The person is like, cool, calm, Come, collect collected, it. and they're ready to go about their business. Mm-hmm. I've had people curse me out. I've had people tell me to go to hell. Yeah. And I'll just be like, okay, have a nice day. Mm-hmm. Have a wonderful day. That irritates them too. Take care <laughs> with a smile on my face.
1: Thank you for coming. That's like the biggest F you ever. I mean, the nicer you are, the the more annoying that
0: is to somebody who's very intensified. (laughs) Totally. Totally. That shit would annoy the fuck out of somebody. Yeah, And that's what I do. Mm -hmm. Usually somebody's pissed off at me, right? Because everybody comes to me pissed off. You know, usually by the end of the conversations, we cool. This guy one time gave me a fist bump. I mean, I've been through some shit you know in my in my career but um never tell someone to calm down um be articulate dress nice and just kind of like go with the flow sometimes conversations happen organically and you have to kind of just like be prepared and just answer the questions another thing in part of preparation for an interview look up the company that you're going to interview for. Absolutely. Check out their stats. Mm-hmm. Check out who is in the company. What they do. You know, because those questions come up too. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and be prepared to ask some questions. Of course. Because you want to know. It's like, and don't ask how much I'm going to get paid. <laughs> <laughs> That's a question you should never ask on an interview. Do not ask me how much I'm going to pay you. Right. But you also sure you
1: know, belittle yourself, you know. Some people right. are afraid to ask that But those conversations part, right. come up like, you know, in it's the like HR in the face process. of the interview, right?
0: You know, phase 2. Am I going to be here for a long time? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, you know, am I going to work? Are you going to me hours? to do overtime? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> do not don't ask those things. Keep it very I light, think, very funny. Right. I think the most very important organic. thing is
1: that you should be seeking jobs you're really interested in. Yes. Not just because you need money and you're looking for a job. And I know that, you know, sometimes you want to help out, you know, with family and things like that. But you should really get something that interests you because that's going to show. I mean, to to go on an interview for something you really don't care about, you're not going to be passionate. Right. It's going to show in the interview. You're not going right. to get the position. So don't even
0: bother. Don't waste your time and don't waste the employer's time. Facts. Because that shit happened to me twice in the matter of three months. <laughs> really. Wow. Legit, the last, person, the, last streak, per- <laughs> <laughs> the last person, the last person, last person I hired, she just called me. The, another one after the one I interviewed, she just called me. She said she's not coming back to work. She was like, "Thank you for the opportunity, but I won't be coming back. It's not a right fit for me." <laughs> I was like, "Well, all right, you have what a great day. to give two weeks'
1: notice."
0: <laughs> well, the two weeks' notice thing is not mandatory, mm-hmm. right? But I was taught that you don't burn bridges. One. And it's a, it's a professional courtesy. Absolutely. Why would you want to just quit? And, you know, it looks good, like, nobody wants to fucking hire you again if they know that you just, like, you just didn't show up for work. Mm-hmm. Who does that? Let Apparently, me tell you
1: when you do not use the two weeks notice, when you mm-hmm. won the lottery, <laughs> 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 you made millions of dollars and you're just dreaming about well, the perfect totally parade of how to, to <laughs> quit. But other than that, no. You have to give the two weeks' courtesy.
0: I mean, I don't know how I would feel if I won a million dollars. Maybe. I don't know. Not a
1: million. Several millions. Millions ain't se- Yeah, yeah, yeah. No Especially se- se- if I, I won, live New
0: York. If I won several million dollars, I'd probably still give my two-week notice.
1: Right. You're so
0: sweet. <laughs> God bless her soul. <laughs> I mean, because I actually do like the people that I work with sometimes. Okay. So you like your job. This week has been a little fucked up, but... Um, you know, I actually like them. They're they're really okay people. Okay. So, tips for parents. Notorious moms, tips for parents. So, when your child is at an age where they're starting to go on interviews, just take a little bit of time out of your busy schedule. We know parents are mm-hmm. busy. We are parents. I'm busy. Gina's always busy. Yes, I am. Um, just take a few minutes out of your day and just let them know, like, hey, Go dress like this, whatever style it is, whatever job you're going for, you know. Give them some tips. Have them Google shit. We are in a in a stage of in an era where the information highway is the internet. These kids go on Google to fucking figure out the next TikTok, the latest TikTok. Go online. Don't get me started. And Google like how to. You know, ask interview questions, how to dress for an interview, what to say, what not to say. I can Google right now. Matter of fact, I'm about to Google that shit right now. What questions to ask
1: on an interview? But that kills me. I speak to my kids all the time. I'm like, listen, what do you feel like doing? I don't know. I'm like, you Google everything and their mother, but you can't Google what to do
0: for an interview, how to do it, There's steps out there. I mean... I, I don't get it. So I just Googled it. What questions to ask on an interview? The first thing that pops up 51 great questions to ask on an interview. Yo, if you can't find at least five fucking questions <laughs> out of these 51 to ask, uh, tuta, tuta mal. I feel like out. You fucked up. So, kids, go online, check it out, get yourself prepared for these interviews. Parents, try and get your kids prepared. And on that note, we're going to wrap this shit up. I hope everybody has a good day. And we'll see you on the next one. Peace Bye. out.
1: Bye.